Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode what is it? 87? 87 of That's How I Roll. I'm Jeremiah Isley. Thanks for tuning in. I am, well, I'm talking about a little bit of dedication this week because right now I'm looking at my clock. It is 1.55 a.m. as I'm recording because I have dedicated and committed to getting an episode out on every Wednesday. And uh, it's just been a busy week followed by uh, Tuesday being Mr. C. Cooper. He's been on the show before. His 10th birthday, so happy birthday, Cooper. And uh, so what else do you do on a birthday for a 10-year-old? You go to the drive-in and watch two movies and get home and put them in bed. And here we are. So here's today's rundown for the show. We're going to go and swing by and do a drive-by review of Star Realms Frontiers. Very, very cool uh, game. Obviously, if you know what Star Realms is, you're pretty excited about this, as I was. And we're going to have a... Before we get there, we're going to do What's Up Weekly, talk a little bit about the week, a couple games that I played outside of Star Realms Frontiers. And then, of course, we'll round out the show with a Real Talk segment. So, it's late. Let's get this thing going. (laughs) All right, here we go. Okay, so this week's What's Up Weekly, uh, before I get too much further, remember Patreon is still a thing. There's still lots of great rewards available for you, and we would love it if you check that out. So theologyofgames.com slash Patreon would be super awesome if you go check that out for us, and you can be a part of what we do, There's and that's a lot. We do this show, we do the Board Games Daily Show. And of course, Theology of Games, uh, we've got a show coming up. Our monthly episode is going to be coming up later this week, probably Thursday, maybe Friday. Uh, Depends on how much editing I need to do on that thing to get it up and running and in the highest standards that we try to maintain here on Theology of Games. So that's pretty cool. Um, Also, this week, I got to play a couple more games on my pile. One of those being Emotep from Cosmos. Now, I know this game's a couple years old, but I finally got a hold of a copy at Origins this year. And it's pretty awesome. I'll be doing a first impression review of that over on Board Games Daily. So take a look on a recent episode there. And I'll be talking a little bit more about that. Also, I played Scythe, which is, believe it or not, the first time I played that one as well. And here's the thing with that. Uh, I know when it came out about, you know, what is it now? A year, maybe a year and a half ago now. The hype around it, I mean, everybody said it's the best game in the world, it's the best game that ever came out, blah, blah, blah. And then there was a lot of people going, man, it just doesn't live up to the hype, I'm disappointed, blah, blah, you know, just back and forth with that. I feel like I managed to play it sort of in a vacuum of all of that, like void of the hype, void of the disappointment, void of the over-excitement. And I had a really good time. It's a fun game. We we played three players and we really enjoyed it. 
Um, so yeah, it's a good game. Don't dog people for liking this game and don't dog people for not liking it. I could see why some folks, it wouldn't be their cup of tea, but it's a good game. So that's, uh, I guess that's where I leave that. And then also I got a game of raids in, which is the newest from yellow games. And they, uh, that's a cool little game. I'm, I need to play it a couple more times, but I'll be doing a, another first impression review of that over on board games daily very soon this week. But, uh, I really liked it. I think there's some really cool player interaction that happens with it, keeps the game moving and there's not a lot of downtime. So, that one was pretty awesome as well. Okay, so that is, I think that's it for What's Up Weekly. Um, other than, yeah, no, I talked about Patreon. Right, so that's it. That's it for that. Let's move on and um, we'll get moving on with our review here. Whoa! Hey, everyone, look! It's time for another drive-by review. Okay, so Star Realms Frontiers. I don't really think I need to give much introduction about Star Realms. If you haven't been living under a rock and you are slightly involved in the board gaming industry, you know Star Realms is one of the best deck builders there is up there with Dominion and Thunderstone Quest and just, you know, solid, solid deck builder game. Very easy to learn, very easy to teach. There's basically three icons that you need to know, and it's money, attack, and authority, which is basically your health, uh, your hit points. So Star Realms Frontiers just released from White Wizard Games, and the big thing about this is everybody's saying, oh, it's great. It's got these solo slash co-op cards in there, these, these bosses that you play against and you put it down and then they all interact with you in one way. And that's 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 a big thing of this. There's eight different bosses and they're all vastly different. Um, some of them, there's a hand that you manage for them. Some of them there isn't. They scrap cards from the trade row and then a card that comes out, whatever faction that is, that's how they attack the players. Some of them, the players are um, acting together so it's like a hydro type thing where you pull all your attacks and your your resources your money to buy cards uh others everybody's taking their own turns and kind of managing their own thing like that so these are very cool and very thematic and very well balanced um they are super, they're just cool. They're these big oversized cards. They're like the size of two cards, you know, double up, doubled up. Maybe it's a tarot card size. Uh, seems maybe like it is that. So that's, that in itself is cool, right? Like you now have a way to play solo adventures. You have a way to play co-op with your friends and, um, you can enjoy that, but, uh, that's not all. So, also in the box, you get enough to play a four-player game of Star Realms. So you have um, all the the counter, you know, the money counter, or not the money counters, but the uh, the authority point counters, the hit point counters, as well as enough for four starting decks, which is your explorer, or not your explorers, your vipers and your scouts, a stack of explorers that you can always get. 
But here's the cool thing. There's also 80 new trade row cards. So there's the four factions that you have in, in Star Realms that you're used to from by now if you've been playing it. And they all sort of behave the same way, right? Like, so the red ones help you scrap cards and things like that. And the green faction has just like really heavy, high combat value cards. So you can really just slug somebody really good with them. So they all feel familiar if you've been playing Star Realms for a while. But all of the cards are completely different. There's 20 cards for each faction, and they all... um, they all have different abilities and ally abilities. And another thing that's new for this one is that some of those abilities require two other allies to be played that turn. So that there's some that have a single icon and some that have a double icon. And it's also, um, most of the cards, are it's harder to get a, a, an ally ability. Like some of them don't even have those abilities. So it's anything from there's no way to combo up that card to there's two different ways to combo up that card. And it's really, really cool. Um, So that is in itself. So you could literally just buy this box and play the solo and co-op modes or just play Star Realms with a completely different set of cards, which is very, very cool. And like I said, they it feels the same. There's not much there, but in terms of, uh, you know, changing the gameplay, but Again, brand new cards for everybody that's really, really played all of the other cards uh, over the last couple years. So I, I, I love this thing. I'm a fan of Star Realms. I've always loved it. It's, uh, the, like I said, this is a four-player game right out of the box. Plus, you've got solo and co-op modes. The artwork is exactly what you would expect from a Star Realms game. There's brand new artwork for all the cards, except for your starting deck, the explorers, things like that. Uh, the only thing I, I've always ever said about Star Realms that could use improvement is the way you track your hit points. We often just use, you know, like the flat jewels, like the flat marbles, or some sort of thing like that that we can keep track of instead of the cards and you know this one has the cards that slide up and down which are easy to bump and whatever they're there they function if you want to use them they're great i always recommend using something a little different but (laughs) that's such a small thing this is a great game great components great artwork really well executed uh solo modes co-op modes etc those things are super fun and very challenging and there's a way you can kind of scale those two to be make them more challenging or a little less challenging maybe if you're playing with newer players it has it all it's star realms i don't really know what more i need to say about this because it's it speaks for itself i i highly recommend it go check it out uh, I've posted a ton of pictures on Instagram of some of the cards and all, a lot of the bosses. And also, you can check out, if you go to theologyofgames.com, uh, we've posted a written review there that also has a bunch of images, maybe a little more descriptive gameplay, that kind of thing, and my comp- comprehensive thoughts there as well. So check that out, theologyofgames.com, uh, and just search for Star Realms Frontiers. And that's it. I mean, I I could rant and rave about it all day, but uh, it really breaks down to 
for the price, you get great gameplay, you get a good bang for your buck. There's no going wrong with this. If you like deck builders, this has to be in your collection. Do you have a question for Jeremiah? A topic you'd like to hear him tackle? Just shoot him an email at theologyofgames at gmail.com or tweet at theologyofgames. All right, this week for Real Talk, actually, uh, I have it kind of, <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about. Uh, and it kind of came to me as I was driving home at 1.30, 1.35, whenever it was <laughs> um, from the, in the morning, folks, uh, from the drive-in theater. And um, I, we had a blast. So we went and we saw the first movie was Hotel Transylvania 3 which was silly and goofy and the boys liked it. They had, they had already seen it. So they kind of knew what to expect and they thought it was fun and funny. And then after that, we saw the new Jurassic world, which something happened uh, this, this summer that my kids are like totally into movies that are a little more intense than they used to be. Like they used to like hide their eyes at a lot of different stuff because, you know, oh, that looked, you know, a little scary or I thought it was going to be weird, you know, whatever. Um, and so they, they love it. They, that we have now seen all of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies that, uh, you know, before the school year it was out, we hadn't seen. So we've been having a lot of fun watching movies this summer. We've been swimming a lot things like that. And so that's kind of what my question is and my topic is for today and this week is what do you do outside of gaming? I know we talk about gaming here because theology of games is gaming and whatever, but we do a lot of things outside of gaming. We love games. I love playing games with my kids and my wife and my friends if I don't play games for a while, I really feel that absence in my life for sure because I enjoy that interactive time that I have. But we also do a lot of things. We love amusement parks. We love to travel. We love to hike and geocache. And, you know, like, so we we are pretty busy people. So I want to ask you folks, like, wh what do you do outside of gaming? What is it? What's fun for you um, outside of the gaming room, outside of the gaming table? Are there things in your life that bring you that kind of enjoyment and interaction and fun? Uh, or are you just all games all the time? So I, I, think, I think there are people that are probably all games all the time, but I think it's really healthy to find other ways to interact don't get me wrong i don't want anybody to give up gaming but uh just as a i don't know I, as a human being is it better to be more well-rounded and have other interests so you don't get so like tunnel vision on one community and one focus and that you kind of forget the rest of the world i don't know it's <laughs> it's 2 a.m uh, i don't know that i have a deep and meaningful answer to this question, but I know that the Isley household, we enjoy 
a lot of things. We enjoy movies and sports and being active and we, we, we love to live life. You know, we work hard and we try to play hard too. Um, and, and a lot of times that's gaming and sometimes it's not, but I just wanted to throw that conversation out there. Feel free to email me theology of games at gmail.com or you can uh, tweet at us at theology of games. I'd love to hear your answers to this. I'll bring back the feedback loop if we get a good conversation going and we can talk about it in next week's episode. But uh, I just want to get that out there for this week. What do you do outside of gaming for fun? Okay, I'm going to wrap this one up. Thanks so much for listening. 87 shows. Is that what? Yeah, we're at 87 and, and still going strong. I want to thanks, give thanks to uh, Rob Doherty, who stopped by our booth at Origins. He dropped a pile of games on me, including Star Realms Frontiers. Thank you so much for that. I, I was so excited because I, I love Star Realms. I've got some more reviews for some Star Realms, like some of the the extra packs and things like that coming soon. We'll do those over on theologyofgames.com so you can see images of all of those and I'll write up some stuff about that. So big thanks to them. Thank you for listening. If you are loving the show, seriously, thank you for listening. If you have a minute or two or less, if you would hit that subscribe button, give us a rating and a review wherever you're listening, whether it's uh, iTunes or Google or Spotify or uh, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening, I would so, so greatly appreciate that. And of course, if you'd share it, that would be amazing as well. And finally, I'll just give one last plug for our, our Patreon page. I would really, really appreciate it if you would uh, give a just a, a second of consideration for as little as a dollar a month. You can help us out. You can be a part of what we are doing here at Theology of Games. So head over to uh, theologyofgames.com slash Patreon and give it a look and I would really, really appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And until next week, you know who I am. I'm Jeremiah Isley and that's how I roll. rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.